Welcome to Weed and Wealth, episode number 10. I'm your host, Jay. If you listen to episode 9, you know that this is the season finale, and you also know that I was in Toronto, Canada last week, aka Weed the North, aka Amsterdam of the North. Let's take a second to pay homage to this weed legal country, this, this progressive, this magical land. Let's just take a moment to give them a salute. Okay, so yeah, you already know what time it is this week. We're going for our green product of the week. There really won't be a green product of the week, but I will recap any and everything that I experienced while in Toronto, Canada last week. But don't worry, I'm still going to talk about finances as well. I'm trying to go out with a bang for episode 10. And this week, our financial topic of the week, how to use your credit card to your advantage and how we're using our credit card and our daycare to send us on our next trip to Europe. So if you're not in the weed, we're going to be really, really kind of weed heavy the first half, but you can skip down to the end, maybe the 11, 12 minute mark. I'm not sure where I'll land, but skip to the end if you're not interested in the weed portion and my recap of everything weed and dispensary related in a legal country, aka Toronto, Canada. So you can skip ahead to that if the weed portion of the show is of no interest to you. But again, welcome to this week's show. As always, you know I hope everyone had a good week. Mine was excellent, but you already know why. Again, man, fall, I think, is really, really here to stay. Um, Just an update from my story last week. Still haven't found that PJ Mask adult costume. And the price is going up. The retailers know that as Halloween gets closer, you're going to really want that costume. So that costume that was originally $65 and now up to $75. And the mascot looking one that I still wasn't going to buy anyway went from $150 to about $180. So the search continues. Um, Also, I was only in town two days last week, but I still had a pretty good cooking week in those two days. I made a very, very, I think it was amazing um, Thai coconut curry and I topped it off with some shrimp and some crab meat and I also made um, my standard bowl of ramen which I would put against mm, quite a few Japanese restaurants in the area but as always if you're interested in my recipes my food pictures and any financial posts that I um, post on IG, be sure to check me out at weed underscore and wealth. That's weed underscore A-N-D wealth. Now, as I said, there's not going to be a green product of the week. I'm going to more so talk about my trip to Toronto, Canada. Um, most of you should know that weed is legal in the whole country, the whole providence of Canada. I hope I'm saying that right. To my Canadian listeners, I hope it's a providence. Um, Let's just stick with country. It's legal in the whole country of Canada. Um, So me and a buddy of mine who will remain nameless for um, employment purposes um, took a trip to Toronto. And let me say, it was quite an experience. I've been to Amsterdam before and I was there on 419. um, And I ate a space brownie. Took me down. Didn't really get to enjoy um, the legalness of the products there, but in Toronto, totally different story. I was clear minded. I was ready. I decided I wasn't doing any edibles. 
Um, but the dispensaries, they have two levels of dispensaries. You can either have, they have private dispensaries, uh, which are pretty good. Um, they have, you know, just a full wall and the containers of all these different strains. I'm going to say it ranged from eight to $15 a gram. Um, and that's Canadian. And right now the dollar is really strong, um, against the um against the canadian dollar so that was great and that was really cool the first one we went to they had a rolling room so after you buy your product you can just go to um, the rolling lounge and get your product ready so we did that and i'll be honest i was quite nervous to walk the streets with it out but you know after 10 or 15 minutes you realize that's just what it is and that's what you can do it's a beautiful thing you can walk up to the police officer and ask hey man where's the best dispensary that is freaking amazing so as i said they have two levels they have like i said the first level um the independent shops and then they have the government run shops and i know a lot of people hear government run and think that uh, i don't know about government run i don't really you know want the government into my products but think of it like your um your local alcohol and beverage store depending on what city and state you live in. So it's controlled kind of like that, but they're really nice. Like they're all, all the government run ones, they are super nice locations. There were some that even were kind of reminiscent of an Apple store. Um, just big open space, bright lights, nice menu board, samples of products everywhere. And we didn't know it at the time, but uh, when we got to Toronto, it was actually the one-year anniversary of Toronto making um, weed legal. So they had a lot of different um, activities going on around that. Um, a lot of appetizers, a lot of little samples, a lot of special um, birthday blends, and the pre-roll. I mean, the the buds themselves. There there were plenty. There was there were strains I've never in my life heard of, but they break it down so well. They have bud tenders, so instead of bartenders, they have bud tenders. So you walk up to a bud tender and say, "This is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something that's gonna give me a boost of energy, a boost of creativity, or something that's gonna give me a head high, but something that's not gonna have me that I still can function with. Or I'm looking for something that's just gonna I'm just gonna be hanging out in the house with some friends and kind of want to be, you know, super relaxed. But you talk to that bud tender and they will guide you right to whatever you want it's a very i wish people that had a stigma against weed and people who smoke weed could have the opportunity to visit a real dispensary whether it's in toronto or la or denver or wherever i wish they had the opportunity to visit one of those because they would see it's a very it's a it's a high educational um experience it's a highly educated experience I mean, they can tell you about where the bud came from, um, the process. They can break down the THC, um, kind of gauge the amount of time that you'll start to feel the effects. It's just a really, really highly educated experience. And I think a lot of people, like I said, they have this stigma against weed and people who smoke weed. I think it would at least alter some of their perceptions. Even if it didn't change them, it, it would definitely alter um some of their perceptions so so yeah the local stores are great um some of them had these big menu boards these big electronic menu boards like if you've gone to um if you've gone to mcdonald's recently um i usually go for breakfast and not for anything else 
um, if you go to one of those and you see those big um, electronic screens where you don't have the order from the um, cashier at the front, they have those. And it's, it's, it was just that part was just a great experience. Um, on another level, they also have um, um, they call them cannabis delivery services. So it's pretty much like your Uber Eats, like your Grubhub, except for weed. And you can just go on there and pick what you want, just like we um, Uber Eats and Grubhub. Um, yeah, it has a delivery fee and it has a minimum. I think it's um, some had a $35 minimum, some have a $50 minimum, but that's amazing. You're at the house with your friends. You either ran out of weed or don't feel like going out to get weed delivered right to your door. When I say, like I said, when I said it's legal, it is super legal and that's the way it should be in all, and everywhere. Um, it's very regulated, very controlled. Um, like I said, they have the, the the buds, they have the pre-rolls, and which is which is great for me because I hate the process of rolling weed. So if that's something that you hate, um, just cop the pre-rolls. Pre-rolls are a little bit more, of course, because they're pre-rolled, but it takes out the mess. It takes out the grinding. It takes out the filling, the rolling. So, but yeah, man. I mean, if you know me, you know I love Toronto as a city. Always have, always will go one to two times a year um but this just kicks it up another notch takes it to another level um so let's see what did i smoke there personally uh i forgot about that um i smoked something called gorilla glue that almost put me on my ass that was when we went to the first place the first independent place they really didn't have a great bud tender she was just like uh this is what i like so i'm like okay cool i'll try it nah that almost put me on my ass so once i went to one of the regulated, uh, one of the Toronto regulated dispensaries, you know, the bud tenders there are really knowledgeable. And from there, everything I got was really good. And I really can't tell you every strain. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I really can't tell you every strain. I got something called Skywalker. Um, trying to think, trying to think. Like I said, I had pre-recorded this, but lost it all. Um, so yeah, I can't think of all the strains I have. I had never heard of majority of the strains they had there, but I want to say if you are a person that likes to smoke weed, that likes to partake, um, definitely take that trip to Toronto, um, from down here in the South. It's only like an hour and a half to an hour, 45 minute flight. So it's a really quick flight, really dope city. If you've never been, it kind of puts you in the mindset of no offense to my New Yorkers, but a clean New York. Um, it has Chinatown, Koreatown, Kensington, which is like a blend of like health food, both organic and organic food. But there's a lot of Jamaicans, there's a lot of Hispanics. It's just a nice blend of people in that particular borough or district. They call them districts, but think of them kind of in the mindset of boroughs. So Koreatown, Chinatown, Kensington, they have the entertainment district. They have the financial district. They have Eaton Center, which is like a smaller version, I would say, of their Times Square. They have a distillery district. They have really great public transportation, just like all the big cities in the States. The subways are super clean. They have trolleys. They have trains. Great taxi system. Uh, amazing international airport. Like I said, if you've never been to Toronto, great food, great mix of people. I definitely suggest you going to Toronto and checking it out. And like I said, if you are a person that likes to partake, you will love it. Walking the streets, guilt and judgment free is a beautiful thing. So yeah, no green product of the week, but my green suggestion of the week is get your ass to Toronto 
Canada as soon well not as soon as possible because it's about to get really cold but book that trip for probably March April and later in next year and you'll definitely enjoy Toronto Canada so hey Toronto thanks for a great time I will be seeing you very 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 soon now on to our financial tip of the week I was thinking of what to talk about how could I how could I go out with a bang for the season finale how could I go out with a bang for episode number 10 and this this is what I came up with how to maximize and take advantage of your credit card and for us how our credit card and daycare will pay for our next trip to Europe yes you heard that right we will use our credit card and daycare to pay for our next trip to Europe I know, I know, many of you are probably waiting for me to tell you which credit card and more importantly, which daycare and how can you sign up for that. Well, hold on. I'm going to tell you in two easy steps. They are super easy steps. One, we take advantage of DC FSA. Now, this is known as a dependent care flexible spending account. You usually see it close to the middle or the back of your benefits package that you get from your employer. Now, if you're not taking advantage of this, you definitely should be. Now, this is a pre-tax benefit account that's used to pay for daycare, after-school programs, even summer camp for your kids. And it allows a married couple to contribute $5,000 a year. And if you're single, you're not left out, you can contribute $2,500 a year. Now, this is con- this is not kind of, this is how it works. They take $5,000 out of your paycheck. Now, that's spread out over 12 months they don't take it all out so they take out whatever 5,000 divided by 12 I don't have my calculator but yeah that's what they take out per paycheck so it's about 400 something dollars for example so when you receive your receipt from your child's daycare you take a picture of it you download the app first for whoever your healthcare provider is um, you take a picture of your receipt and then you submit it to your DCFSA character carrier and again that's dependent care flexible spending account carrier and they reimburse you now on average it saves you fifteen hundred dollars a year because it's taking the money out pre-tax now that's fifteen hundred dollars you can use to pay off a high interest credit card invest or in our case we take that money and we use it to travel now you can take that money out anytime you want you can take it out monthly you can take it out quarterly you can take it out half year you can wait if you got the the discipline you can take it out at the end of the year and that just means you get reimbursed a nice five thousand dollar check at the end of the year or direct deposit rather now for us we take it out every six months so that means every July every December we get a twenty five hundred dollar check and that's just a nice thing because a lot of time you forget yeah you kind of forget about it you forget that that you're getting that money back now I, I have some co-workers that have the discipline to wait to the end of the year and do all the reimbursements and they just get a $5,000 check at the end of the year. So a lot of people use it for Christmas shopping, again, paying off some lingering credit card debt. But again, whatever you choose to use it for, that's your choice. But like I said, it is a great benefit. And like I said, in our case, we use it for travel. Now, number two, and the biggest um, benefit that we've seen, not the biggest benefit we've seen in our daycare, because they do a great job. They teach him a lot of stuff. He has a great time, but a great benefit our daycare accepts credit cards as a form of payment. Um, we went to visit a couple 
of different daycares like four years ago we were trying to get them into a daycare and i knew that i wanted to use um, our credit card to pay for daycare and quite a there were there were a few handful that didn't accept credit cards and i was like nah we can't go there i wanted those points so again our daycare accepts credit card as a form of payment so i know a lot of you are probably thinking no big deal right wrong for us we use our capital one ventures card to pay for daycare which means we get to rack up on airline miles and in turn we use those for travel now little psa fyi here if you're going to use this method make sure you have a card that gives you great rewards and most importantly make sure you exercise discipline and pay that credit card bill off monthly this is key just because we're i'm talking about getting points and taking trips that doesn't mean let all your financial responsibility common sense and knowledge fly out the window and well that's all we do to rack up points now if you don't have children you can still rack up points using your credit card use it for everything i have friends that i've told about this method of taking advantage of credit cards to take trips and they simply don't we'll go out to dinner i'll see them pay cash i'll see debit card use it for everything that again that's if you have the discipline to pay it off at the end of the month don't use that credit card for anything that you wouldn't normally spend cash on, but use it for gas, dinner, um, groceries, anything you can use that credit card on, use it. So I know you're thinking, what credit card gives the best rewards, the best bang for my buck? I don't know, but I can tell you who does know, Nerd Wallet. And this is not an ad. I know it sounded like an ad. Damn, that was a great setup. But go to Nerd, go to Google and type in nerdwallet.com, best credit card promotions. And they do it every month. So if you go to Google right now and type in Nerd Wallet, best credit card promotions, you're going to get the best credit card promotions for this month. And one last tip regarding credit cards, what we do. We'll get a credit card with a high bonus at the beginning um, for signing up. And so sometimes it's like 50,000 points or whatever. And you don't know what that equates to. But usually that equates to anywhere between four and $700 um, out the gate um, to use for traveling. So we'll get a credit card in January and we'll go all in on it. Usually the goal is really easy to hit, like spend $3,000 in three months or something. Daycare eats that up, no problem. But I'm sure most of us spend more than $3,000 in three months. So we'll get that credit card in January we will run it into the ground from january to december we'll book our trip for the next year then we'll close that credit card and then guess what we do in january we find another credit card that has a high introductory promotion looking for another 50 60 000 points do the same thing again and by the end of the year we racked up enough points to pay for at least two plane tickets and in some cases, if we're lucky enough, depending on where we're going, two plane tickets in a hotel room for a week or so. So that is a beautiful thing. Um, I'm glad we take advantage of it. If you have, if you're in a financial position and you have the discipline to do so, I definitely encourage you to take advantage of it. We haven't paid full price for a trip. I don't think in the last seven plus years, and we've gone to rome twice we've gone to naples we've gone to paris we've gone to belgium we've gone to amsterdam we've gone to barcelona we've gone to mallorca we've gone to a lot of places and 
we probably would have still went anyway, but it's great to know that we're going at, I don't know, a 50, 60, 40, 50, 60% discount, all because we're using a rewards credit card to pay for stuff we would have been paying for anyway. And last, last, last tip, I promise, for anyone in a city with a major airport, make sure you know who the primary um, airline carrier is there. So when we lived in Atlanta, we got a Delta's card, a Delta Sky Miles card. Uh, I forgot what the benefit, what the upfront promotion was, but it was great. And then we racked up those points. And then when you have a credit card for whatever the home, whatever the home airline is for whatever your local airport is, you get even more benefits. So yeah, we got the Delta Sky Mile points, and there were a bunch of Delta flights coming out of Atlanta because it was a Delta hub, which was great. But also. We got a couple extra bags checked for free. Um, we got priority boarding. So like now we have an American Airlines mile, uh, Air, American Airlines credit card, and that's the home. That's the home airline here. So even when I just came from Toronto, booked my ticket. I was in Zone Six. It was gonna take me forever to get on there. I know if you didn't get on quick enough, they were gonna take your bag and do the plane side checking, which I kind of hate because I'm ready to go as soon as I get off the plane. So, boom, whipped up my American Airlines credit card. I got to go on zone one with everybody else. Got my seat, got my bag on. So, yeah, make sure, like, again, whatever city you're in, if you're in a city with a major airport, even if it's not a major airport, find out what airline flies out of there the most. And that's probably a credit card you at least want to consider. Make sure it's worth your while. Make sure the promotion, um, the upfront promotion is a strong one. Don't take a 20,000 point car and you get a 50,000 point car just because it's local to your city but yeah again take advantage of the credit cards let them work for you you work hard you deserve to you know catch a little break here and there we all want one right so I'm sure we all can agree paying bills is never fun but if you can find a way to make them pay you back in some form why not and well, guys, that is it. That is the end of episode number 10. That's the end of season one. I enjoyed it. I thank each and every one of you for listening. I look forward to putting together some more topics over the next two weeks. I'm going to come back with some good ones. I'll make sure episode one of season two is a good one. And as always, if you like what you heard, be sure to hit that subscribe and like button and be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and maybe even tell an enemy. But also look for me on IG at weed underscore and wealth. That's weed underscore A-N-D wealth. Again, I appreciate you guys listening today and this season. And until two weeks from now, I wish you guys nothing but weed and wealth. Out. <laughs>